goaltending. So San Francisco, we're we're lucky that way, but uh, it gets weirdly cold. But uh, yeah, no uh, no uh, sleet or anything like that, and snow like my friends have uh, been going through. Anyhow, um, yeah, boy oh boy, uh, tonight uh, let's see, Wade will be in in a little bit. Milk Crate right now setting up a little bit of music, and uh, you know uh, we're gonna have actually uh, some cool uh, news. Uh, um, as you know, the San Pedro de Martir, uh Hill Climb, as well as the Baja International Tourist Cup, has been postponed till February uh, due to the COVID situation. And hopefully, uh, you know, God willing, uh, it'll be uh, rectified by then. Anyhow, uh, yeah, uh, Crispin and uh, Pedro Vadres Verdes uh, and Crispin uh, Barker uh, just did a uh, dry run. So uh, I think uh, they're going to call in uh, sometime th uh, this evening and uh, give us a uh, detail, a download uh, on how the, how the conditions are and how the course is, which would be really neat. And, uh, you know, get some uh, firsthand information on the course out there in the Baja International Tourist Cup. So that'll be really, really great uh, to hear from them, boys. So anyhow, uh, yeah, like I said, Wade's going to be in. Um, and uh, let's see. Otherwise, uh, we're going to take a short break and let me get uh, some stuff together. And uh, we'll be back shortly. Thank you for uh, joining Racers Alley here at uh, Mutiny Radio in the heart of the mission. Yari Yar.
Welcome back to Racers Alley here in the uh, heart of the mission at Mutiny Radio. Uh, wonderful evening. Um, got Milk Crate Brian here, spitting the tunes, and uh, Subculture Racing Wade's uh, now in the house. Hey, Wade, how you doing? Howdy. Good, good. Here you are. So, uh, yeah, we we're just uh, mentioning about the uh, San Pedro Martir Hill Climb and the Baja International Tourist Cup. Uh, this evening, we're hoping to have uh, Crispin uh, Barker and uh, Pedro Vargas Valdez. Uh, hear from them this evening uh, apparently uh, just recently they uh, did a uh, dry run of the uh, Baja International <laughs> Tourist Cup so it'll be nice to hear exactly uh, what they thought and uh, road conditions that type of thing it's always nice to get a get an idea what's going on out there uh, as you know uh, unfortunately uh, due to the COVID um, that was canceled uh, and uh, moved on the uh, San Pedro Martir Hill Climb so uh, the Tourist Cup is gonna uh, come around February and uh, at the same time, the San Pedro Martir Hill Climb is going to run the week before. So it'll be an interesting uh, schedule. And uh, what's going to be great about it is um, uh, folks coming in from Europe for the uh, Baja International Tourist Cup. Interestingly enough, you know, if you, uh, you know, spend a lot of time, Wade and I have been around uh, uh, the pond, uh, across the pond for the TT, and Wade's been over to actually Australia as well. I mean, to ship a bike somewhere very, very far is a big, uh, big, big issue, uh, right, Wade? Boy, oh boy, yeah, yep. <laughs> sure is. And uh, yeah, that takes a lot of money, a lot of time, um, a lot of stress in the way. Hopefully, it gets there. Hopefully, they don't lose it. Remember that, Wade? Lost our bikes. Yep. <laughs> so you hope we don't. You don't want to go looking for your bike around the island the day of the race. But uh, anyhow. Um, yeah, it's a big deal. So uh, those boys, I guess, are bringing the bikes from Europe and stuff. Uh, it'll be nice that they're able to actually do a hill climb as well. Uh, I think it's, uh, he mentioned it's uh, a few hours away, you know, which isn't a huge deal. Uh, so they're going to run the, the, the hill climb a few days before the uh, TT. And just recently, they mentioned that they're going to add a day of rest in between. So that's pretty cool, you know, after, uh, you know, driving and such. And it's nice to have a day of rest between races, right? <laughs> so, um, yeah, that, that's their plan on that. So that'll be really cool. So uh, more uh, information we get about that, uh, the better we'll be. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll be able to tell you more about it. But uh, sounds like a great time. And, um, yeah, as far as that goes, um, you'll be able to do two races uh, a few hours apart and uh, make fun of like a, boy, like a whole week. Yep, nothing like yeah. a week of racing, yeah. you know, we've been there, Argentina and such, and uh, yeah, it's it's going to be a great time, people from all over the world, and uh, you know, what's also unique about this is um, no one's ever been on it, it's, it's going to be a, a, what do you call that, inaugural run, initial run, yeah, inaugural, <laughs> so anyhow, uh, it'll be nice to be the first folks to be able to do that, and uh, whatever class you, 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 you are, uh, he's going to, it's going to be a, uh, yeah, uh, all across the board. I think 1,000, uh, 600. Uh, you, you're mentioning uh, 400s, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we were thinking about it. We'll uh, tell them what we're going to run. 400s. Uh, yeah, and then uh, I don't think I don't know if they're doing motard bikes, but they are doing vintage motorcycles, as I recall. So uh, that'll be really neat. So yeah, they're doing all types of motorcycles, which is uh, great. It's going to be a inaugural run out there on the uh, Baja International Tourist Cup on uh, February uh, 2021. And, uh, yeah, as uh, we get uh, get more information, of course, we'll give you a holler. And, uh, like I said, we look forward to Crispin and uh, uh, Pedro calling in and uh, hearing about the uh, course. All right? Yeah. Anyhow, uh, let's see here. Exciting news in the world. I guess um, it was scary for a while because our 
my favorite person in the world as far as racing goes is uh, Valentino Rossi. And uh, yar yar, he, he ended up getting the COVID for a second. He got for a second. Well, for a second. And apparently <laughs> they uh, he was out a couple of races for testing positive. But, um, um, you know, uh, due to that, uh, he lost points or whatever. But uh, they were going to have an American, Garrett uh, Gerloff, uh, race for him. World, world Superbike guy. But uh, just recently, uh, he tested positive. I mean, a negative yeah. from positive. So I guess he's testing tomorrow. If he tests negative, he'll be able to race. So he has to do two consecutive days, I guess, to test. And then he'll be uh, you know, right on, right on. Okay. Uh, however, uh, an interesting side story on this, and a, and a big story for this gentleman, uh, Garrett Gerloff. He's a American Texan. Texan-American. Woohoo! Uh, anyhow... Um, the kid's like 22, you know, and uh, he started out in 2015 at uh, Moto America Supersport. Uh, he did well. I think uh, he ended up, uh, within a couple of years, ended up being a champion. But, uh, you know, he accelerated. He learned how to, uh, uh, you know, the learning curve and such. And uh, he did really, really well. Uh, and I guess uh, he just uh, went to Superbike, uh, uh, World Superbike, uh, just recently uh, before the COVID uh, and uh, that kind of stopped everything, put a monkey in the wrench. But, uh, yeah, I think he made a place 11th this year or whatever because of everything. But, you know, that's a big deal for a newbie. Uh, and uh, he's still a kid. Yar, yar. But uh, he was chosen to run uh, Rossi's bike, you wow. know. Yeah, it, it, which would, would have been, a you know, uh, a great uh, a story. And I imagine he's probably been on their testing. It ain't like he's going to go out there if Rossi's sick tomorrow get on the bike so i imagine yeah. he's been out there for the past few weeks or a while uh running that which is which is really really neat you know uh nice to have an american badass out there uh you know and i'll, I'll forgive he's texan because i love kevin schwantz but uh yeah that's really really cool so uh, uh i'm sure we'll hear from him soon you know and maybe uh, he'll get that uh that uh you know uh ride on rossi's bike one way or another which is yeah. pretty neat yeah, you know, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's cool. Yeah, that's fun racing news, you know. And uh, go Rossi, uh, um, you know. I, I hope you feel better uh, for sure. Yar yar, and uh, if so, have a great race. And uh, uh, Garrett Gerloff, uh, yar yar. Uh, good good luck to you. Yeah. Anyhow, so that's our racing news for the evening. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, I was talking to my boss, and uh, you know, support your. I always say this, but uh, gotta support your local motorcycle shops. And uh, Tokyo Moto, uh, where uh, I work, uh, is uh, doing well. But uh, it's it's interesting uh, with the COVID and stuff. Obviously, a lot of things slowing down. Um, interestingly enough, if you ride a motorcycle, you can't get that on Amazon. So uh, support your motorcycle shops for service. And, uh, you know, uh, right now it's uh, kind of important to support everyone. Uh, cycle gear, if you need anything for Christmas and all that good stuff, they're open, you know, uh, over there at uh, um, uh, Scuderia West is open right now. So, I mean, there's certain shops out there you can go get Monroe, you know, you can go get some great Ducati gear. Uh, that type of thing. So uh, make sure, you know, on the holidays, if anything, uh, just go in, say hi if you can. Uh, just get something for someone and uh, support those shops because right now uh, everything's just barely trying to stay open and hopefully uh, things will turn a corner soon and uh, we can uh, get a hold of everything. And uh, that being said, uh, same thing with your uh, restaurants and bars. Uh, you know, I was just mentioning uh, last week, uh, Berliner Berliner, I guess I had your... Uh, 
one year anniversary. Yep, right? he's a year old now. A year old, yeah. And uh, had a picture of Wade and his uh, Lederhosen and Christine out there for the Halloween. So that was really cool. And uh, yeah, uh, also, you know, support the restaurants uh, everywhere. Tip everybody. Right now, a big thing is uh, there are parklets in San Francisco. Uh, for those of you uh, who don't know, in San, you know, San Francisco right now, um, for our folks uh, uh, out, of, out of the country and such, um, parklets are basically what used to be a parking space for cars, and they've now uh, put wooden enclosures and tables in there due to the COVID. So it's kind of street uh, eating. Uh, you know, uh, kind of Parisian, but uh, yeah, so at least uh, businesses are able to stay open. And uh, just recently, you know, uh, Bender's Bar and Grill it now has parklets on both sides of the uh, their their bar, and they're over on South Venice and uh, I think uh, 19th. And uh, go visit them. They have a great menu now. It's, it's, it's changed up. They got a lot of choices as far as the menu goes, which is really, really good. And like I said, support your local pubs. Everyone out there that has a parklet in front of Berliner, Berliner as well, they have one in uh, Toronado, I think, next door. Molotovs, your R.E.R., my favorite pub. Uh, they're out there. And, uh, yeah, Brian, you've been out there recently. And, I'm uh, out there all the time. And, uh, yeah, they got Memphis Minis. They and, got Memphis uh, Minis. They got Uva. And you can bring pretty much anything from the block. Just have some food with you. Yeah. Have the if you ate somewhere else earlier, just bring the box with the leftovers. You'll For God's anyway. sake, it's all about <laughs> just keeping ABC off our backs. And uh, yeah, and I hear very soon you're not going to have to order food. London Breed pushed it back for a week or two because she was worried about people getting loaded at the elections. Honestly, um, <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> but quite soon, when we enter the next phase of reopening in California, the yellow phase, this will this will undo the requirement that alcohol can only be served in quote-unquote restaurants, which is why we're doing all the shenanigans like eating Memphis minis at Molotov's So it's kind I'm of a cover of gray area. Okay. It's been bad for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you like you, you, you cook chickens at home, whole chickens. He makes great chickens. So <laughs> i got to get a recipe and learn how to do that myself, actually. I've been, been yearning to do that. Uh, right? It's uh, that time of, the, time of the season. It is that time of the season. I'll even be very happy to give out my recipe. Uh, you are. Yeah. Let me, I'll make sure. You are. Anyhow, um, so, yeah, support your local businesses. is very, very important. And... Uh, you know, uh, basically uh, have a great holidays when it comes to that. Anyways, uh, here at Beatney Radio, we're always looking for help. And, uh, yeah, uh, Pam Tastic has her shows on Mondays. Uh, she uh, basically has a, um, you know, you come here uh, 6 to 7. And um, basically, um, if you want to be a comedian, you come in here, uh, kind of learn how to be a comedian. A bunch of people here, you all do a, a, a show and uh, get a little bit of critique. So that's always fun. And, uh Fridays and Saturdays, there's live shows. And uh, now, I believe, uh, there's shows over Asiento over here, I believe. And, uh, yeah, check out our website if, as far as uh, checking out uh, what's going on here at Meeting Radio. Because uh, definitely you could use your support. And, uh, yeah, we'll go from there. Anyways, uh, we're going to take a little bit of a short break. It's going to be a kind of a light night and uh, more music oriented. So, yar yar. Welcome back to uh, Meeting Radio and Racers Alley. Cheers.
start sometime. What better place than here? What better time than now?
Welcome back to Racers Alley here at Meet Radio. Yeah, looks like we've got a guest calling in. Mo Crate's trying to patch him in, which is always, a, you know, a 50-50. <laughs> so let's hope for the best on that. Uh, yeah. So anyhow, um, yeah, we were just mentioning earlier about uh, racing over at the Baja International Tourist Cup and the San Pedro Martita Hill Climb. And, uh, yeah, who we got here, Mo Crate? Hello, uh, this is uh, Racer's Alley. How you doing? Hey, good evening. Is this Alex? This is Alex. Who am I speaking with? It's Crispin. Crispin. How you doing, mate? I'm good. I'm good. I was, uh, I was, uh, thank you for inviting me on, on your show. I wanted to share our experience down there in uh, Kakati. Um, spread, spread the word and see if we can get some, uh, some more folks down there. Yeah, uh, boy, you know, I saw I saw a couple of pictures. Uh, so, were you with uh, Pedro out there, and uh, where are you at exactly? Where where were we at? Uh, where are you right now? And uh, oh, right now, I'm at Chuck Sorensen's house in Novato. Oh, jeez, yeah, oh boy, he's, make, uh, he's yeah. making me dinner. <laughs> 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 oh, tell Chucky we say hi. <laughs> yeah, he's right here. Right on. Uh, Hey, Chucky. <laughs> we say hi. Anyhow, so um, you went down south and uh, did a pre-run? Yeah, we did. Uh, my brother and I thought, you know, we were never known fast guys or anything, but we thought we might gain an advantage by getting down there and actually getting, sort of get to grips with the circuit, taking a look at it, um, sort of trying to get familiar with it, uh, see what we were into. into. Um, and, um, you know, Pedro was, Super kind. He met with us each day, and he hung out awesome. with us, and he took us up there. And um, uh, yeah, I think we were, um, you know, we were just keen to go down and see it. Uh, it's uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's uh, basically a combination. There's a there's a new highway section. It's about two and a half miles, which is actually a busy a busyish highway with you know big trucks and vehicles heading up and down. Uh, and then there's this older section of highway, which has sort of been cut off or it's been replaced by the new highway which is about um just over seven miles uh -huh. and it's sort of disused there's a couple of farms out there that i think use it a little bit we saw the odd truck but for the most part it's um it's not really been maintained um and it's pretty much unused which was kind of interesting um for the most part though is the circuit is uh, very fast um which we're surprised about because uh, it's quite narrow um, but it's 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 constituted mostly of straight, um, with maybe four or or five curves to negotiate. Um, but uh, in, you know, it's it, it's a pretty fast track, and um, you know, I'm I'm pretty conservative. And by day two, we were lapping at around 100 mile an hour average, which uh, well. we never thought we'd get to. <laughs> but uh, it, it kind of asks for it, you know. Yeah, sounds sounds like a great time, and uh, yeah. So um, obviously you were there where uh, there was traffic around, but uh, I guess obviously they will close that for uh, the, the the races. As far as yeah. uh, when you mentioned earlier the uh, secondary course not maintained, uh, I mean, would you consider that like a Highway One situation, or um, in terms of its sort of width, it's kind of like a back, it's like a California back road. Um, you know, vehicles will p can pass each other on it quite cleanly, but it's essentially quite narrow. Um, it's not as lumpy as I had imagined it was going to be. Like, 
especially when you get up to speed, that's when you start to discover the sort of true nature of it. Uh-huh. Um, it's got quite a few potholes, um, but at speed, um, you can kind of get over them pretty easily. Nice. Um, there's a few, I think, at some of the corner entries uh, that were a little concerning. Um, but Pedro, you know, Pedro's pretty well connected down there and respected because of the other events he, he puts on. And he's actually in negotiation, I think, with the sort of local uh, authorities to go out there and sort of patch quite a bit of it. Um, oh, so nice. I, I think he'll take care of that. And again, my emphasis to tell Pedro would be to concentrate on the sort of entrances to the, the few curves that there are. Um, yeah, I kind of saw drawings yeah. of that. Yeah. Yeah, the rest of it, I would say, was just there's a lot of gardening to do. They need to cut the bushes back from the edge of the track because you, you do actually have to duck and dive around some bushes at a, over 100 miles an hour, which is interesting. Well, that makes um, it fun and actually separates the men from the boys. But uh, And they might actually be naturally cut down by some leathers and such flying by. You, know, you never know. Yeah, there's a couple <laughs> that... I, I, there's a couple that are actually like they're you know they're they're sort of a, a risk, yeah. um, and then there's a, there's a couple of turns where if they chopped off what's grown up on the side of the track, you'd actually be able to see all the way down through the curve, which would be nice. Nice, um, yeah, good line of But sight. it's very Mexico, and I know a lot of your listeners and and Wade and a bunch of cats around the Bay Area over the years have been going down to Mexico, and I think that these are the guys who would really dig it. Um, and uh, appreciate it. And um, I mean, I talked to Chuck about, you know, did he have any interest in doing it? And talking about Chuck and the really fast guys is that, you know, they sort of only have one mode and it's flat out. And I think it is probably, as Chuck said, a bit sketchy for those sort of full-on pro-type, you know, riders. It just, it doesn't have runoff. It doesn't have a very good surface. Um, but for more of the sort of adventure kind of, well, not, you know, the sort of, people like Wade, I would say, would do well down there, Joe O'Sullivan, uh, any one of the Sunday Ride guys would appreciate it. And, um, you know, the Munro's guys, they've been going down to Mexico for years, they would dig it. And, um, you know, I've been going to Mexico on and off for years too, so I like it. Um, That's great. Uh, what were you riding? I have um I have an older uh, MV Augusta 750. F4. Okay, so that was the picture I saw. Nice. Yeah, I was wondering. Yeah. That's uh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, our question was um, we were mentioned we were, we were talking earlier about that and yeah you, the length of the course and the speeds we Wade and I did mention that you know I mean for folks who ain't used to it I mean if you're trying to push 200 and don't know what 200 is I mean that can immediately catch up to you rather quickly. You know, so there there is something to be said about uh, a new, very very fast course, and you know, a caliber of rider. You know, so yeah, that's that's something you definitely wanna, uh, you know, keep an eye on. Definitely. I don't. I, I'd be. I don't think anyone's gonna get 200 anywhere on that course. No, you know what I'm saying. It's just like yeah, wide open's wide open, and uh, some folks don't really know what that is until you're you get there. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, even yeah. you know, even the good highway section is it's not straight. It's Got a, got a little curve and some cuttings and a switchback and a bridge on it. Um, uh, you know, and I think also the narrowness of the, the kind of the, the backcountry area section of the track um, is sort of prohibitive. Uh, you know, I guess I'm an old guy these days, so I tend to be conservative. <laughs> We're no spring <laughs> chickens here. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, oh, actually,
actually another question we had was um boy you know um, we've read before uh, getting across the border right now is quite difficult uh, how, how was that for you it was no problem at all um pedro had uh, suggested we come across into Cali, which is a like a, a one horse town i don't mean to be implied about Cali, but it's small it's a very actually delightful little town and um, their borders like two guys and one you, you drive under an arch and that's it um <laughs> Pedro was kind enough to furnish us with a uh, a letter um, uh, from some people who are sort of involved in uh, security or police departments down there. Um, and yes. the letter's in Spanish, but I think it basically sort of stated that we were sort of friends in the friends of, of Baja and that we were down there as guests and in furtherance of this event. So we nice. never had a bother. People down there are real nice, you know, pleasant, easygoing. That's awesome. You know, I've never been there myself. I really look forward to, to going there for sure. And, uh, yeah, that's great. You know, uh, yeah, yeah. we really look forward. And, uh, you know, thanks for uh, giving us this great information. You know, uh, any questions, Wade? No, no, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, right on, right on. You know, uh, Crispin, uh, never, uh, Chucky's been here before. And, uh, yeah, one of these days we hope to have you here in person. That'd be great. I would love to. I actually heard the show. I think Chuck was down there, and like you guys were having a great time, and I was, I was envious. So, uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully, yeah, we can come down. I'd love to come down. Right on, right on. So uh, we'll get together soon, and uh, definitely, uh, when you're in the city, give us a holler. Okay. Well, I love your show, and, and thanks for having us on and letting us kind of talk about this event. Uh, it's going to be great. Uh, spread the word, and uh, yeah. the more the merrier. Yep. I think. For sure, and uh, yeah, we're doing our best. Yari, yari. All right. All right. You are. Thank uh, you so much. Thanks, mate. We'll all right. All right. Cheers, Alex. Cheers, Cheers. Wade. All right. Cheers, cheers. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, boys. Oh, good night. <laughs> right on. That was awesome. And uh, nice to hear from uh, Crispin and uh, about the, uh, you know, Baja International Tourist Cup. And uh, very, very cool to get actually first-hand knowledge, huh, Wade? You know? Uh, yep. Yep. Yeah, definitely uh, going to look forward to that. And, uh, yeah, boy, uh, going to have a... Get a, get a hold of Pedro, and, uh, you know, hopefully we'll hear from him in the next week or so. And, uh, yeah, definitely have another conversation about that. Anyhow, uh, we're going to take another little break, and uh, Mel Craig got some tunes rolling. <laughs> right on, right on. Cheers. <laughs>
right on, right on. Welcome back to Racers Alley here at the Mutiny Radio in the heart of the mission. Boy, oh boy, we had Crispin uh, calling in earlier, uh, going over the Baja International Tourist Cup. And uh, yeah, who we got here? Milk Crate? Let's find out. Let's see. Hey, how you doing? Very well. How are you all doing? Doing well. Who am I speaking with? Pedro from Tijuana, Pedro. organizing the hill climb and the road race. All right. Right <laughs> on, right on. Nice to hear from you. It's great. Uh, yeah, been too long. It has been a while. Well, last time we had a little phone issues, or, as I recall. <laughs> but we're learning yes. how to use the mechanism now, and uh, you are, you are. It was great. We just got heard from Crispin uh, Barker, and uh, he was down there, I guess, with you, uh, running around, correct? That's right. Uh, last weekend, for two days, he, he and his brother did a couple of runs, dry runs, and... Uh, I guess you already know the notes that they took and all the suggestions they made uh, to make this a better, better race than uh, than uh, we had planned before. Well, uh, what I can what I can add to whatever he said, because I wasn't listening, and I'm sorry about that. What I can add is that we have secured the permits to close the roads as we planned. Uh, we have uh, the federation willing and able to clean up uh, the course get all the weeds out of the way, you know, have that old carcass of a car taken away also and uh, patch the tarmac and make it a um, better road. So uh, those are all good news. And um, what I have to add also is that uh, the hill climb, which was postponed from October the 2nd, we we're going to join and merge it with this road race, with the Tecate road race, um, Two days prior to, to the road race, we're going to have the hill climb. So those are the news that I have to share with you guys. Yes, we've been mentioning, actually. Uh, yeah, Pedro, the last time we had spoken, I did take notes, and uh, which is great because I've been promoting on the show, really, is, you know, it's especially nice from our folks uh, who are coming, you know, from uh, overseas and such for the Baja International Tourist Cup. You know, right. it, it, it takes a lot to get a bike over here, and the fact that they can actually do the hill climb before, you know, makes it a great event to add on to, you know, coming here and, uh, and uh, you know, racing internationally, you're able to actually do two races if you can, which, you know, which which adds all to, to all the fun, you know, Wade and I talked about that, and it's great, you know, a, a week of racing, right? Exactly. So the hill climb will be on the 10th and 11th, uh, February next year. And then those are Wednesday and Thursday. So the 12th is a Friday, which uh, will take uh, a rest. And then um, uh, Saturday and Sunday, which are the 13th and 14th of February, we'll do the racing in Tecate. So yeah, we, we merged those two races on one week so that... Uh, you know, people coming from overseas or the States uh, can cut a little bit of the expenses of coming and doing two races. So two for one, kind of. Which is great. I mean, also, I mean, they're two different animals. And what's great is uh, coming here, or uh, even for me, going down there uh, for the first mm -hmm. time, able to do a hill climb as well as a, as a TT, which is, you know, um, two different animals, great racing, you know. So you get a, get a big bang for your buck in a week, you know, which is great. And um, like you mentioned before, um, uh, we've been, you know, folks on, a, uh, on the air, we, we communicate on Facebook, uh, Pedro and I. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, uh, we mentioned before, as far as fuel and such, uh, there will be someone out there doing tire changes, correct? That is right. We're going to have a tire change station set up for whoever needs the service. 
Also, because of the length of the race in Tecate, uh, which is 10, 10 laps, 10 miles a lap, uh, we are going to need to refuel at one point. So there will be a, a refueling station, and every team has to provide their own people to, to refuel. But if you can't, or for any reasons you, you're not bringing anybody else to help you out, we will have a team that will be doing the refueling service for a small fee just to recuperate whatever the expenses uh, may be incurred into that service. So, yes, we're going to have those two services available for all racers that require it. That's awesome. Uh, boy, oh, boy, you know, this is really, really coming together. And, um, you know, uh, Wade, Wade and I were in Argentina uh, uh, at, the, at one point in uh, Copina. Uh, yeah, um, are you going to have, like, a... Uh, folks out there, day of the races with food, such like that. Uh, is it an area where uh, spectators can be? Uh, they're going to be uh, folks out there along the course watching, like they do at the aisle. Uh, yeah, what, what do you expect? Really, really good question. Yes, uh, there will be a spectator uh, area where where we'll have some vendors that will be offering products that are, are uh, you know local stuff for the region. Uh, there's wineries around around the course. There's uh, no way. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> so great food, um, a bunch of stuff like that, and then on the race course itself, we'll have a marshal at every two kilometers to be watching all the guys go by and and make sure that everybody's safe. And if and if anybody misses a checkpoint, you know that gets relayed to the race operations office and uh, we'll you know send a party to look for whatever's happening. You might have a mechanical or maybe a get off or a God forbid, but you know it happens. But uh, we need to respond in less than four minutes to any eventual uh, contingencies that we might have on the race course itself. Uh, of course, the roads are going to be closed by the federal police. That we have already uh, figured out and ironed out. We have the permits to do that, so it'll be a, a safe race, you know, within what racing is. And uh, we're all ready. We're ready and, and, and able right now. Um, we're just uh, needing to clean up, like I said, clean up and patch the road. And that's going to be happening uh, the first first of the year, the first of the year, and should take about two weeks or so. So we'll be ready by February. That's awesome, and uh, I really, really look forward. And we always talk about the, about the races here on our show, and uh, yeah, very, very excited. And uh, yeah, um, let's get into that just a little bit more as far as the races going, uh, especially you know uh, to both races. Uh, at one point when we we're uh, communicating, you mentioned that the San Pedro Montiel Hill Climb is a completely separate event from the Baja International Tourist Cup. Uh, that being said, um, you know, organizationally, um, that means uh, you need to uh, enter and pre basically for each event you need to enter separately. Yes, sir. Uh, there are two separate animals, like you said, two separate events. One is on the Sierra de San Pedro Martir, which is the highest point in all of Baja. Uh, the race course is 30 kilometers, and uh, it takes takes place, as I said, uh, 10th and 11th of February. Uh, once we do that, then we have that rest day, and then a separate separate race will be the road race in Tecate. Bo both events are separated by a distance of, uh, I think it's 160 miles or so. It takes about four and a half hours to get from one point to the other, so we need to plan ahead of that 
for every, anybody that's coming and racing, they need to know if they want to attend both events that they're gonna, there's going to be some some uh, some time to move from one event to the other. And uh, also that day that we're going to have to rest, you can do the adjustment to um, attack the next the next type of course. One's a hill climb, the other one's a circuit race, uh, on which every race is going to be um, 10 laps. So in total for the second race, it'll be 100 miles of racing full speed. Wow. So that's what it is. Yeah, they're two separate separate events. Uh, you do need to register separately for both if you want to do both. Or you can attend just one, you know, whatever suits your, your time <clears throat> schedule. Yeah, it would be awesome. To, well, I'm, I'm going to shoot for the hat trick and do both. But, uh, yeah, I mean, which is wonderful. Um, now, that being said, um, uh, you can look on a website and such as far as like, accommodations and, and, and such. Yes, you can look on our on our Facebook page. Uh, Baja Tarmac Racing is a catch-all uh, for both for both events. Or you can do Facebook separately for each event. One is the San Pedro Martir Hill Climb, the other one is the Baja International Road or uh, Tourist Cup. So each one has their own Facebook page. Or if if you want to get information for both events, just uh, go to Facebook page or group. Baja Tarmac Racing, and you'll get all the information. We have the files loaded up there, so you can download them and, and look at the event separately and know the rule book and times and, and all of the information you might need to plan ahead. Awesome. You know, uh, that makes it great because, uh, yeah, that's how we basically communicate. And what's nice is it's a very easy way for everyone to see what's going on. I love seeing the pictures. You are. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, especially the food you guys eat, uh, but, uh, which is great. And um, like I mentioned, uh, you know, Pedro, it's, it's, it's um, really, really uh, looking forward to the event. And, uh, yeah, Wade and I always talk about it. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. yep, we'll, we'll definitely be down there. And uh, it's just a matter of uh, just getting all our logistics together on my side. But, uh, yeah, boy, oh, boy. And uh, like I said, I always mention you on the show here. And, uh, yeah, the, the word, we're promoting it on our end uh, every way, shape, and form. Thank you, Alex. Yeah, it's yeah. been uh, great being on the show again, and I look forward to being back uh, soon, right? Right on, right on. And, yeah, we will uh, have you on soon. And, uh, yeah, any new news, uh, we'll just uh, get to me, and I'll be able to broadcast it here every Thursday. Thank you, brother. All right. Take care, mate. Bye-bye. Right, <laughs> right on, right on. <laughs> that was great. Yeah, so uh, that was Pedro. Uh, he's running the uh, – he's organizing, basically, the San Pedro de Martir, not Martin – um, I need glasses. Uh, hill climb, and uh, as well as the Baja International Tourist Cup, and it's great. Uh, you can find them on a Facebook book under the Baja International Tourist Cup, or the San Pedro Martin uh, Martin <laughs> Hill Climb. Here we are. Anyways, uh, we're gonna take a short break, and uh, Mel Craig's got some tunes going. What do we got, mate? Uh, we got something for our good friend Robbie. Oh, Robbie Moto Tiger. We'll be uh, bringing him up in the next segment. Cheers, cheers, cheers. In the dark, where all the fevers grow, under the water, where the shark bubbles blow, in the morning, by your radio. Walls close in to suffocate ya. You ain't got no friends, and all the others they hate ya. 
Does the life you've been leading gotta go? Well, let me straighten you out about a place I know. Get your shoes and socks on, people. It's right around the corner. Out through the night and the whispering breezes to the place where they keep the imaginary diseases. Out through the night and the whispering breezes to the place where they keep the imaginary diseases. This has to be the disease for you. Now scientists call this disease bromidrosis. But us regular folks, who might wear tennis shoes or an occasional python boot, know this exquisite little inconvenience by the name of stink foot. You know, my python boot is too tight. I couldn't get it off last night. A week went by, and now it's July. I finally got it off, and my girlfriend cried. You got Stinkfoot. Stinkfoot, darling. Your Stinkfoot puts a hurt on my nose. Stinkfoot, Stinkfoot, I ain't lying. And you rinse it off, do you suppose? Here, Fido! Fido! Come here, little puppy. Bring the slippers. Barf, barf, barf. <laughs> Sick. Fido got up off the floor and he rolled over and he looked me straight in the eye. And you know what he said? Once upon a time, somebody say to me, this is a dog talking now, what is your conceptual continuity? Well, I told him right then, Fido said, it should be easy to see. The crux of the biscuit is the apostrophe. 
Well, you know, the man that was talking to the dog looked at the dog and he said, sort of staring in disbelief, you can't say that. He said, it doesn't, and you can't, I won't, and it don't, it hasn't, it isn't, it even ain't, and it shouldn't. It couldn't. He told me no, no, no. I told him yes, yes, yes. I said I'd do it all the time. Ain't this boogie a mess?
Yeah, right on, right on. Welcome back to Meany Radio, uh, Racers Alley here. And uh, boy, we had a nice uh, couple of call-ins, uh, Crispin Barker and uh, Pedro Barres Valdez, uh, you know, uh, going over uh, San Pedro, uh, actually uh, going over, uh, you know, their uh, initial run over at the uh, Baja International Tourist Cup, uh, kind of a uh, pre-run. So that was very, very cool. Uh, anyhow, um, boy, you know, uh, it's been a while, uh, about a year, uh, miss our friend here, uh, our co-host, uh, Robbie Motor Tire Guy. He uh, passed away about a year ago, and uh, he was part of our wrecking crew and regular here. He was a dear friend of mine. I knew him uh, when he was a super motor tire guy or a super yep. tire guy back in uh, the old days. Uh, you know, when he uh, first started out, uh, boy, that was over in the Tenderloin, I believe, uh, out there uh, with uh, subterranean cycles. Uh, he started out there and, uh, you know, uh, yeah, super tire guy. And then from there, he became motor tire guy. And, uh, yeah, for, uh, boy, for, for 10 years at least, he yeah. ran that business uh, yeah, watch him all those years. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> this place, that place, the next place. Yeah, moved around, uh, you know, uh, basically uh, due to the constraints of the city and uh, just general times. You know, one thing about uh, Moto Tire Guy is he had several different shops <laughs> throughout the city, uh, working out of his garage at points. And you know, I can totally respect that. I've been there, and the fact that he could actually, you know, make a living doing that, uh, you know, and uh, Helping out tons of folks. They, they love the fact that uh, he was able to change the tires within an hour. You know, he started out that, that, uh, that particular business before anyone else did. You know, it was like the quick oil change, you know, and people weren't used to that. And uh, it was nice that they were yeah. able to, uh, you know, uh, basically call him up, schedule. You better be there. Yeah, otherwise he'd give you an earful uh, yeah. and uh, change the tires. So uh, from there he uh, moved to multiple locations and... Uh, you know, ended up in the Bayview. Uh, right now, Wade's over there. And, uh, yeah, um, yeah, the Bayview, I yeah. guess you call that. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, anyhow, uh, yeah, uh, cheers to Robbie Moto Tire Guy. You know, it's uh, we miss you every day. Uh, yeah. You know, it was great having you here as, a, as our guest in the local cohort here in the uh, Mini Radio uh, Racers Alley show. So that was really, really cool. But, uh, yeah, anyways, uh, cheers to you. We miss you all the time. And uh, Wade's still running around on the CBR 1000, yep, uh, which is yep. really, really doing great. <laughs> still riding your bike. Still riding the bike, and the bike looks looks great, you know, uh, 100%. So uh, cheers to you on that. So uh, anyhow, um, from there, uh, we were just mentioning earlier, I guess uh, everything's going good, motorcycling. And, uh, yeah, I guess uh, from here on in, um, boy, I guess uh, – have a good week, and we'll see you from here. <laughs> so, uh, Milk Crate, let's play uh, Nice Tune. <laughs> yeah, this one's for you, Robbie. <laughs> he has realized at last that imaginary guitar notes and imaginary vocals exist only in the imagination of the imaginary. Thank <laughs> you. 
Welcome back to Racers Alley here at Meet New Radio in the heart of the mission. Well, we'll be closing down a little bit early today. Uh, yeah, basically, uh, nice evening. We'll be heading out, getting pizza over there at uh, Fulton and uh, 24th. Yeah, great great pizza slice place. Uh, anyhow, uh, Miss Jenner dropped by, which is really, really nice. Uh, thank you again. Uh, you know, for Robbie Miller Tire Guy's uh, memorial book. And uh, we'll be getting that actually to Jenny, uh, hopefully this weekend. It's uh, been a year since Robbie Miller Tire Guy passed. And again, we all miss him. And uh, he was a great, great part of our show. And uh, boy, interesting, uh, Miss Jenner, uh, I never get gifts. It's such a nice surprise. Gave me a book here called Motors Racing Motorcycles by Mick Willett. And uh, I'll be uh, looking forward to reading and get back to you soon about that. And uh, yeah, so anyhow, um, <laughs> I guess that's all we have to say for this evening. And um, thank you for being here at Racers Alley and the RER. Say good evening, guys. Good evening. <laughs> have a good night, everyone. <laughs> cheers, good night. cheers. Good, good night, John. <laughs> good night. <laughs> Another man can curl up his bicep for three hours and he can puff up his arm three inches. And another man can stand on the corner chasing down cars for three hours and end up with three spoons credit with Kiko. I spend days on end trying to come up with a three-minute poem that's going to mean something to somebody.
Right on, right on. So we're uh, just chilling here at Racers Alley, and uh, yeah, going to be uh, shutting down a little bit early, but uh, thank you for listening. And uh, again, you know, always support Meetney Radio here, and uh, you can always find us at uh, Facebook or on the website. And uh, we can always use your help, and uh, you know, uh, I think you can get us on Venmo or something. But uh, support your local comedians and support your, uh, you know, uh, neighborhood uh, cool club. Yarr, yarr. All right, so... Uh, Talk to you shortly.
probably has a horse. Ah, but everything is spinning. And if I use a gun, I'm sure to go to prison. I'm stubborn as a mule, and nobody breaks my rules. But nothing comes my way. shoulders I got a love you can't imagine yeah and what I got I double I swear I'm keeping out of trouble I'm looking for one new value I'm looking for one new value but nothing comes my way Is that you, Modi? Is that you, Modi? Thank you. If anybody does have a strobe light, they can start flickering it. tonight I want you to walk in the door I want you to lay on the floor 
Cause tonight's the night we make love under a snowline, underneath the strobe light. I'll make love to you on the snowline. I'll make love to you on the snowline.